And this is the Loot Guy Show, helping entrepreneurs close bigger, faster, and more easily by building digital relationships on scale while growing the customer universe. What's popping, Luke here? You're going to absolutely enjoy the show. Let's dive in right now. What is popping? It is Saturday again and showing up again with the good stuff. Oh, man. So hopefully you had a great week. We are going into what? April? April is the month. That is the best month ever because someone's birthday that is really good looking. Someone's birthday of somebody who hopefully has brought value to your life. His birthday's coming up here in, in very soon of this April. And if you don't know who that is, then that means you should probably subscribe and find out who it is. And if you do know who I'm talking about, you should subscribe anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm a spring baby. And, uh, yeah, it just represents my life, you know. Everything's great, you know. Anyway, I love this time of the year. In Georgia, it is a cooking and getting warmer. Grass is getting greener. And for, I don't know, for the people who says, I love cold weather, I don't understand you people. I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm just not a snowbird. I just can't, oh, I can't do it. Anyway, maybe one day, but that's still not me after this many years. So anyway, let's dive in. And thanks for jumping on the Luke Guy show where you listen to Luke Guy. Um, not that I am amazing, right? But here's my thing. If you call it the, whatever the the gym show and everyone but Jim shows up like I don't understand these shows and I really don't uh because it's not about me but this is about me what I've learned so I share it to you so it's a little about me but it's a lot about how we can help you because I'm no I'm no tv reality person that is that interesting to where you want to watch nothing but me uh this is a show you go to if you're an entrepreneur want to be an entrepreneur and you want to build things that people actually want to buy like that's and you want to sell it and you want to it, you want to avoid like the big tech the big tech slaps that comes and oh wow the journey of entrepreneurship been through a lot i know you have too but there's something that the buzzword which has always been a buzzword is scale does your business have the ability of scalability is your business scaling like you want it to? Or are you like most people where it's like stuck in the mud and the mud's getting hard and the mud's getting dry and you're trying to walk through it and it's like you're just, you can't move very fast and that is you're not getting places like you want. Like you got this goal like you want to go to. Maybe you want to hit your specific number and you're just not doing it. And you want to buy the specific car and people say, well, I don't have an end goal and I don't have anything tied to it, then you're not doing it right. You need to have a number and there's something physical needs to be tied to it. Um, Because when things get tough and you're working so hard just for a number, it's not worth it. Absolutely not worth it just to say, hey, I added a zero to this. I mean, definitely when things are good, when things are good and you got money in the bank and you got food on the table, you can literally eat anywhere you want and not think about how much you paid, right? Unless you absolutely hated the food, then every penny counts, right? But if you love the food, who cares how much it costs, you know, right? Uh, but the thing is, um, with that, with that being said, you're not, you're when things are good, but you want things to be great. Sometimes the good situation is what kills it. Like, well, my life's good. Maybe I don't need to push. But when you have something tied to that goal, that's why scaling is important, right? And like. For you listening, like, 
why would I want to hit a billion or 10 billion or 100 billion, right? Like, why would I want to hit those numbers? Like, I would just like be able to leave my job, <laughs> which is nothing wrong with that. Like, totally. Like, it's not about, because look, you're, you, the billionaires aren't better than you, right? The only person you need to compare to is you, do you? Like, as they say, and what makes life great is when you are improving and scaling, because uh, you hear all the time on social media, social media is bad about this. Oh, I'm doing $80,000 a month, I'm doing $100,000 a month, I'm doing $150,000 a month, and oh, you should be like me, blah, blah, blah. most of that is junk, most of that is junk, it's not real, um, and li- I can get, I can have a two-minute conversation with someone, and when they say, yeah, I'm doing $100,000 a month, how many businesses do you have? I have five businesses, really, what is your cost per acquisition? Like $15, you're a liar, and you have no idea what you're talking about, so that's literally happened this week, um, which I'm not here to judge anybody, but you can kind of feel, you can kind of see uh, real quick. So don't, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is not to judge people on that, but don't compare yourself to these people. Cause most of this is not real out here. Most of social media is not real. Uh, what you have to do is do you like, do like what is working for you. So for example, if you're doing 5,000, you get to 10,000. Great. Like keep, you know, keep tying goals to those, which I think that's a small goal, but look, if you're growing, if you're not growing, you're dead. Yeah, that's just how it is. When you when someone tells me, Luke, I have no money and I have no time, that means you're dead or you're dumb. That's really what it comes down to, seriously. Which I once again, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to judge people, but either you have a lot of money and you don't have time because you're spending your time making the money, or you or you have a lot of time and you have no money. If you have neither one of those, you're literally dead. And if you don't have neither one of those and you're alive, that means you're not that smart. That means you're running around in circles and you're doing absolutely nothing or you're getting destroyed by Netflix and you are just getting your brains like, you know, just just destroyed watching 8, 10, 12, 14 hours a day of Netflix. And that could be why you have no time nor no money because Netflix does is not going to help you out there. Um I would rather be the creator over the consumer because the one who creates content and people consuming him at the highest levels, he wins. So here's the thing. How do we scale? How do we scale? How do we scale? Well, here you go. The way you scale and the way you grow and get to where you want to be, obviously, number one, having a goal and something tied to it. Like, I want to be at this number, and when I get at this number, I'm going to buy my wife this thing. Or when I get to this number, I'm going to buy me this thing. Or when I get here, I'm going to pay off all my debt. And you know, and then you want to reward yourself for that, for working hard. Because you've been through it. You've been absolutely through it, right? You want to reward yourself, maybe go on a little vacation because you hit it. What I can't stand is the whole, um, I'm broke, I'm poor, I don't do nothing about it, and I'm about to go on vacation. That mentality is why people fall off the map and they never go much anywhere. Like, I'm a massive action taker massive action taker and when we was doing like legion like massively it's amazing to me how we did the exact same campaign and someone would do that lead generation and like turn it into six figures it's just amazing to me do the exact same campaign for someone else and it's just the worst thing ever and it just goes to show the action takers and those action takers are still with us to this day like we just run special campaigns for them just because they just like they depend on us, so we do that. Uh, most can't get that kind of access to us anymore. Um, but that's that's the thing. Like, actually, like that's my thing. Like, if I get an idea, like literally, I've been up two or three o'clock in the morning. I just cannot sleep, 
And I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. I can't wait for the sun to come up. And the sun comes up and then boom, I jump out. You know, I do my thing where, you know, um, you know, I, I try to get my mind ready for the day. Um, I'm reading breakfast, of course, getting kids ready. And all of a sudden I'm going like crazy. That's and then and then I'm just taking massive. What literally and we have people join our programs and what takes them two weeks. I literally get done in like two hours. Literally what I get done in two hours. It literally takes my students two weeks to do. And I think that's why they come to me. I don't really think it's a strategy issue, which some of that have to get to get that worked on. But it's literally focus and action. Literally. That's just, and there's nothing wrong with my students, right? They still get results, but it's not fast enough for me. Very few people meet at my uh, speed of action because they got all these things that's pulling at their time. Uh, and I'll just tell you this. What things is holding up your scalability is you got too much noise going on in your life. I literally have people come up to me and say, hey, I'm broke. I need your help. I don't know what to do, but I really want to join your thing. And then it's like, okay, show up to my show up to show up to our meeting tomorrow. It's on Saturday. Well, I can't because Saturday I've got to go to like you know five football games, two volleyball games, and then we're gonna go eat somewhere. And then on um, Sunday we're out, and then Monday we're on vacation, and then Tuesday vacation, Wednesday's vacation, Thursday vacation. Then I'm coming back, and then we're moving into the new house. And then on Saturday we're doing sports again. Sunday we're out, and then Monday, that Monday, and I just like you just told me how off. Like what you told me, I would be like uh, Mayday level. Like we don't do nothing until I figure this out. But anyway, that's just people who live on zero. Or anything near zero, I don't understand how they filled their calendars and lives with so much of that. Uh, maybe and I'm, whatever suits you, whatever works for you. Uh, but don't complain about this when you're not willing to do that. And that's one thing that gets away of scalability. But also the third thing when it comes to scalability, um, if you're not scaling like you want, right, and people aren't taking you serious and they're looking at your offer and spitting at it, that means that it's not valuable to them. But it's not a waste though. Don't scrap your offer. Build on it. Like if you see an offer somewhere else in the market doing amazing, this is what Walmart does. Every day Walmart builds their offer. And I talked about this a couple of episodes back. Every day they're bringing on new companies to bring their new products, hot products to their store. Every day, they're, if you look at their numbers, their product line is going up and up and up every day because that's one more reason why someone's going to come to Walmart. You have one offer. Imagine if you looked on the streets and found like you see a, comp- a competitor with an offer that is just killing it. And you say, hey, not only can I do that, I can do that better. And you know the offer is like hot. And you also see that it's not very competitive. And you see that the person's not doing amazing marketing. And you see that, right? I mean, you're not trying to destroy competition, but this would, and you take that offer and you combine it with yours. Your offer now just became better than theirs because you had an offer that was working, but it's not scaling. You take that offer and combine it with it, and then boom, 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 boom. It's like, for example, it's like, for example, let's see, um, I'm just going to, I hate using general companies. Let's say McDonald's, for example. McDonald's decide, hey, our offer is everything from sandwiches and hot dogs and uh, burgers and fries and shakes, and they say, okay, we're going to shave off all the things that people don't want. Like, it's not selling hot. Now we do burgers and fries and shakes and pies. Like, that, that was their thing. 
And then all of a sudden, I don't know if they came up with the idea of putting the hole in the wall or they saw someone else do it. And I imagine they saw someone else do it. They had their food, but their offer was not only can you get the food, you can drive and you don't even have to get out of the car and come through the window. I imagine they saw that somewhere. And that right there is why. And after, you know, that was decades and decades ago. And now uh, they're, they got all, tw- they was already rich, but even more, 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 more rich. And the competitors just got thinned out. The hit, the herd just got thinned out because of Corona. That offer they thought of because it kept adding on, just like Walmart keeps adding on. I'm not saying don't get focused, but always be shaping your offer. And believe me, like there could be a, like they, and because of that second third offer that you put in there, is why they're going to consume the rest of it. Uh, because there was a really hot aspect um, to your offer. Like for for the thing, think of it like this. Think of it like this. Okay. Apple creates iTunes, and you put a lot of music on iTunes, right? It, it, that's how it started. Uh, the iPhone uh, was simply the walls of iTunes, if you think about it. And they got iTunes. You can get music on your computer and download it without getting arrested for pirating all this stuff, right? Blah, blah, blah. You got it. Okay, and you buy songs for nine cents. And then they say, we got an iPod that will hold iTunes. And then now we got an iPhone that will hold iTunes. You really don't need the iPod. The iPod going to disappear. And then they added the Apple Store to where you could download apps. Every day, Apple becomes more and more valuable. You know why? Not just because of the phone that has one more camera to it and it got a little bit bigger, a little more expensive. It is the App Store. Why is that? Because every day, developers are creating apps and it's one more reason uh, people go. That's why, like, for example, Clubhouse. Clubhouse was an app that only you can get on Apple. And so many people started buying phones who were android just to get uh that app that one app uh helped with the sales of app i don't know how much it moved the needle but it, it i mean i'm sure they could probably see a little difference there just from this app that was being used by mark zuckerberg elon musk and really your top guys out there billionaires like huge like you know uh, uh you know business owners in the world and so it did affect the sales of apple because they wanted the app not the phone, but people bought the phone because they wanted that app. Simple, right? You wouldn't think like something like that would be the cause, but it really is. So I'm telling you, improving the offer to where it's lower competition, and it really comes down to this. It really comes down to this, okay? Like the shaving club. The shaving club. I haven't used that one as much, right? Shaving club. Looked at, in order to buy, um, in order to buy shavers, uh, to shave your face, blades. Um, you had to go to the store and you had to wait a while. Right? You had to go to the store and you know, go through it. Sometimes I had a lockbox, whatever, which I always thought blades were on the shelf, but that was their thing. Saying it was always locked up. But anyway, you go in there and it's like, let's say $20, $30 for a good shaver. Well, they're like, okay, not only do we, okay, we know there's a desire for blades because people spend billions and billions of dollars and Warren Buffett invests in blades. So we know it's a high demand thing. So what can we do to make this better? So the dude's like, okay, because I believe the guy that invented this service was actually a marketer, like a good one who did this before. I don't know if he was a digital agency once upon a time, but I, I kind of feel he was. But anyway, he says, okay, not only do you stay home and get these blades delivered to you, we'll also make sure that they're reoccurring so you don't have to keep buying them. They'll keep coming to your door. And on top of it, we'll beat the price of Gillette and all these companies. So they hit three big things. You don't have to keep coming to buy it, you know, you don't have to go to the store and we beat all prices. They literally they literally nailed it in three of the strongest, you know, people care about their money. 
People care about their time. People care about the hassle. They solved all three of that, and it put them in a whole nother space. I mean, who would have thought that you could take the same product and literally put yourself in your own little space over here? They, they literally created their own space to take a red ocean product and then create your own space just by having it delivered to the door for a cheaper price, recurring, literally put them in a new world and it became a billion dollar company. Bang! Right? And it was launched off of one commercial. You don't launch one commercial and then launch, and I don't know if it was for that one commercial why they did so well, but that one commercial, they say, was a, the launching pad in its direction and it was bought out for $1 billion. Crazy, right? So it, so it wasn't the, com- it was the mix of everything, right? They thought the commercial was creative, um, the idea and the concept the world wanted, and he did his research. Um, so he, 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 he took something that was already in great demand. And no one's really shaken up this industry for decades. And he says, well, let's shake it up. We'll do the Amazon effect on it. We'll do the Amazon. We'll get it to your house. Uh, but we'll do reoccurring on it. And uh, we'll beat the price. And they destroyed I mean, they destroyed it. Like, they didn't, you know, hurt Gillette too bad, I don't guess. But they literally carved out their own space. And I think now these big companies are probably following suit as well. I don't know if Gillette's doing that. I don't know if they're delivering. I don't know. Like like that, like a reoccurring, because I know you can buy them and delivered, but it was the whole, we'll beat the price, we'll get it shipped to you, and it'd be reoccurring, and we'll throw these little products in there as well, like like shaving cream and all that stuff. So it was really cool, and now I think they do like a $5 offer now per month. It's just crazy. Like It's just still hard to believe offers amazing offer. So that's what I'm telling you. If you want to scale, you're literally an offer away. Literally. Um, and you don't have to go invent an offer. If you see a competitor, like for example, right now, right now uh, in Georgia, and maybe that way across the states, uh, in my area, we're going through a chicken sandwich war. You know, Chick-fil-A has done chicken sandwiches for, a, for uh, what feels like a century, but it's been 50 years around. And they've done chicken sandwiches. Well, Popeye's somehow got away with their chicken sandwich a few years ago. And they had a line wrapped around and people killing each other to get this sandwich. And they loved the spicy sandwich, which is amazing. For like four eighty or something like that, five bucks a line for the sandwich. People loved the idea. And it was just quiet. People just went to Popeye's or Chick-fil-A for the sandwich. And it took it took like the other big guys like five, six years to be like, okay, we're gonna do it. Chick-fil-A hasn't sued Popeyes and destroyed them, so let's do the same thing. So all of a sudden, McDonald's, Burger King. KFC, Zaxby's, uh, and I don't know who else, uh, came out with their own chicken sandwich about the same time. And it's great. It make you it make you fat, you know, five times faster. But if you're happy, that's the main thing. <laughs> oh, they're good. Oh, I'm talking for me, y'all. I'm talking right here to Luca right here. Not getting fat. Um, but wow, if I was getting fat, that's okay. It's just, woo, it's good. That sauce and that pickle, man, just yummy. But anyway, like Popeye had Popeye literally took the Chick Fil A offer that was sell- that's selling so hot, and that one sandwich brought the company back to life and put them on the map. And people say, "Oh, your marketing must have been so amazing." No, people just quit waiting in line for Chick Fil A and just want to swing through empty Popeyes to get that that sandwich that literally took like minutes. Shoo, and it was it had, and the marketing was this little. So anytime you have to heavy market something, that means something's heavy, like really heavy somewhere, and it should be lighter. When you have an offer, when you have an offer and something the world wants but they're not getting, they will rush to you. They will run to you. You don't have to yell it. 
You don't have to put up a billboard. You can just whisper it and they will hear it. You know why? Because they want it. They want it so bad. Like, for example, in my world, here's the same message. I'm a coach. Let me help you sell a high ticket. You know how many people telling people to do that? You know how many people saying, and then let me show you how to do Facebook ads as a bonus. Do you know how many people is doing that? And do you know how hard that life is going to be for that person trying to jump in that niche? It will be very hard for you, like so hard for you. You got to like make the offer better. Or if you're like, uh, let me show you how to lose weight. And it means you drink more water. Do you know how much competition you're going to get? Or even keto. Like if you become a keto coach, even that, that that's become, you got to jump in. You got to be ready and waiting. And like Walmart, you think Walmart's got to figure it out? They do. They just keep building their offer every single day. But they're hundreds of billions, right? Literally, you just like Popeye's. You just need one offer. If you're having a hard time scaling, that one offer could change everything for you. And you notice your ad costs go down. Your lead costs go down. Your cost per call goes down. Your cost per acquisition goes down. Why? Because they want what you have. They want what you have. That's the thing. And when that changes a lot, they want what you have. You become the gold, no longer the dirt. What do I mean by that? If I went online and I say, hey, we're selling dirt for $10 a bucket, and I just push that money behind that, do you know Do you know how fast I would lose my, my account if I just started pushing $1,000 behind that? Like, after, if I just spent tens of thousands of dollars, right, you know how fast I, you know, someone would lose their shirt. If they spent tens of thousands of dollars, you just, you'll get lost. Right. Let's say that you was like Walmart. Like, we're going to sell dirt and push money behind us. No, it's a bad idea. Absolutely bad idea. But what if I said, hey, um, we have this new offer and we, you know, and we have this new thing. Like we're selling gold in a bucket for $10. Right. Let's say I just found gold and it's real gold. Hey, for a bucket of gold, we're selling for $10 compared to dirt. Well, they're going to be all over it. Well, Luke, duh, didn't go sell that gold. Well, but. But you do know that gold's dirt, right? It's just a more packaged up offer. Like, it's dirt, but it's dirt that people want, even though it's still dirt. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's valuable. And, like, Luke, that's so stupid. Well, I mean, yeah, but you don't realize how stupid easy it would be to change your offer just a little bit and get the world coming at you like crazy. Popeye's already sold chicken. They already sold bread. They just simply put the chicken on the bread. <laughs> It made it spicy. Put a little pepper in there. And all of a sudden, people just rushing in there. They're killing each other. Maxing out the lines. Cops getting involved. Long lines. Because they simply took that chicken. Put it on a bun. Put some sauce on it and a pickle. And things changed. Isn't that crazy? It seems so stupid. Like They're like, we don't get it. The same employees, the same team, same spot, same restaurant, same food, same ingredients... We simply do da, 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 boom. And they just start flooding, just coming in like crazy. And one day, you're going to come across your offer, and you're going to be like, "There's no one's going to want to buy this. But the validation shows, well, my competitors are crushing it with this offer. And I'm just making it a little bit better. Like, I just add a little pepper, a little sauce, a little pickle, and then put it out there, and you will wake up shocked. You wake up surprised, like, I can't believe this people i don't understand but soon it will make sense to you
Chick-fil-A sold what KFC did but put it on buns with a pickle and some sauce. They only put sauce on it. They only put sauce on the stuff. It's literally a chicken, chicken breast on two butter buns and a pickle. You put your sauce on it, lazy. <laughs> and it becomes a multi BNL company. And not only did it kill KFC, KFC, I believe we will see the death of KFC one day. Now it's out producing McDonald's. McDonald's for crying out loud. Because Chick-fil-A took chicken and put it on a bun. So never think this offer is stupid. You'll be surprised. Who cares? If that brings in the money, that brings in the revenue, that builds a team, do it. As long as it's not illegal, okay? Doesn't cross your conscience there. Doesn't break the moral code. Do it. So don't don't even think about it. Just keep testing. One day you will be surprised. Be like, that did that? What? Don't ask questions. If it works, it works. Let it run. But guys, appreciate you. This is how you scale. Scale, scale, scale. It's all that data, y'all. It's all that data. Keep trying. Keep pushing. One day you're going to go. One day you're going to hit gold, and you're not going to believe it. It's not going to make any sense. But that's okay. It made sense. Get it? Sense, C-T. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Luke Guy Show here today. Hope you close bigger, faster, and more easily. And if you haven't done it, make sure to subscribe. I'm working hard for you. Put in 24 minutes and 52 seconds of my life in this thing. So that means I care. Appreciate you. And take care.